Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. In previous episodes, we've mentioned that modern cars are becoming too powerful, too computerized, and less interesting. Now to be clear, that's not our opinion on all new cars, but we do see a strong trend of these patterns in the car world currently. Nonetheless, it only seems fair that we tested this philosophy, this deep-rooted feeling. And to do that, I had to get behind the wheel of a car I have spoken ill of, as well as some of its siblings. This is a G-Force review of the 2022 BMW 840i X-Drive Grand Coupe. Let's start with the facts and figures. The 8 Series is an executive coupe, an extra long wheelbase two-door car aimed at bringing together the luxury of a long wheelbase car and the sportiness of a two-door car. BMW also makes the 6 Series which technically attempts to hit a mix of luxury and sportiness too, but is slightly smaller and cheaper. The best way to think of the 8 Series is as a BMW Bentley Continental GT. This current generation of the 8 Series, the G14 through 16, is the second generation. The first being a wedge-shaped pop-up headlight coupe from the 90s. BMW revived the 8 Series with much fanfare and celebration, introducing both a coupe and a convertible. In addition, they originally had three key engines, a twin-turbo inline-six, a twin-turbo V8, and a turbo-diesel inline-six. Throughout this time, BMW hinted and then eventually launched the long-awaited M8 with a more powerful twin-turbo V8. Then BMW did something peculiar. They took the coupe layout, added two doors, thus creating the 8 Series Grand Coupe. They had done this in the past with the 6 Series and even the 4 Series, which critics, like us, said blended their lineup too much. They had essentially just created a sedan out of a coupe, which was based on a sedan. Anyway, that's getting pretty close to some opinions. We'll go back to some facts. Now this particular car, let's debug the name and understand what it means. The 840i implies this car has the twin turbo inline six producing around 335 horsepower and 369 pound-feet of torque, paired to an 8-speed automatic transmission. The X-Drive in the name refers to this car having BMW's four-wheel drive system, and the Grand Coupe designation for the extra two rear doors, making it technically a sedan. The Grand Coupe is almost 8 inches longer than the normal 8-series coupe, and at 119 inches long is the only 2 inches shorter than the normal 7 series luxury sedan. The starting price for this spec 
before adding any other options, comes in at a cool $88,000. Alright, that's enough facts. Here are my thoughts on the car. With this G16 8-series, it had a sticker price at around $97,000 with options added on. First thing you notice with the car is just how big it is. The 8-series Grand Coupe is longer than a majority of the SUVs on the road, and it does not hide that fact well. It also has a relatively sleek design though. Except for the front of the car and the grille, which I strongly dislike, the overall shape is quite beautiful. The best part is the slight ducktail on the trunk, almost a tribute to the E46 M3 CSL. That looks fantastic on an 8 series. Getting into the car, there are some immediate notes of classic BMW. The doors are quite heavy, but have a very satisfying feel when you close them. This particular car actually had soft closed doors, where you close the door most of the way and then the car pulls the door into the lock. I never used the feature though, because the doors were just so satisfying to close all by themselves with that weight and heft. The interior is full of leather. Pretty much every surface that isn't the center control stack has leather. Even the key itself feels luxurious, if you can call it a key. The 8 series uses start stop like every car now, but the key is hefty, again giving it a feel of luxury. One thing that is annoying though, the door sills have an optional extra M plaque which not only is a waste of money, but is just another sign of BMW selling out. If society likes calling out posers putting fake AMG and M badges on their car, we definitely need to call out both Mercedes and BMW for doing the exact same thing. Alright, back to some positives. The interior layout, especially in the front seats, is great from the driver and passenger's perspective. All the buttons are actual buttons and not just touchscreens. Engaging the infotainment system is pretty straightforward. But more importantly, getting into sport mode is super easy. If the car is running, just push the sport mode button right next to the shifter. This changes the layout of the dashboard, adding some red because sporty yo. The throttle and steering also become sharper and the exhaust really opens up. The current BMW twin turbo inline sixes get some hate for their sound, but I gotta say, from the inside, they sound pretty great. Maybe it's just when people throw on super loud and excessive exhaust on these cars that they sound terrible. While on that note, let's talk more about the powertrain and also the driving experience. The engine, codenamed the B58, is a 3.0-liter engine. Now 20 years ago, a 3.0-liter inline-six from BMW would crank out 220 horsepower. But now with the turbos, that figure is up 110 horsepower, or a 150% of the old engine's output. BMW could definitely get more power out of this engine if they wanted, but to be honest, this 840 has a good amount of power. 
30 horsepower is plenty to smoke most of the cars on the road, especially paired with that super quick 8-speed automatic. Yes, I said quick and automatic. This modern automatic ZF 8-speed transmission is pretty incredible, and that's coming from a die-hard manual lover. Shifts are similar to that of a dual-clutch transmission from about 5 to 10 years ago, but it operates super smoothly when you're just cruising around and not going full-out throttle. The torque converter might actually finally be a hero. It suits the 8-series cruising persona really well. The brakes on this car were massive, and they were pretty responsive. Almost too responsive. They were pretty sensitive, but I think you can get used to that. And talking about responsive, the steering was pretty good, especially in sport mode. However, it does feel synthetic and disengaging at times, and you can still feel quite a bit of the weight of the car. And that weight. 4400 pounds. That's quite a bit. Thanks in part to the X-Drive though. But overall, from the front seats, the 840i X-Drive Grand Coupe looks to be a winner. Something that can be engaging to drive and comfortable, and could be great on a road trip. However, there is a big problem with this car. Well, two. The added rear doors. Here's the deal. The normal 8 series coupe has back seats that can be accessed like other coupes, pushing the front seats forward, allowing people to get into the back. But like other coupes, those rear seats are really only supposed to be there for one-off occasions, not for regular use. In the Grand Coupe though, the added rear doors imply the back seats are meant to be used regularly. But please do not plan on using them unless you can fit a car seat for your child in the back. For anyone of average human adult size or bigger, the rear headroom is just not good. Six foot and taller riders will hit their head on the ceiling no matter how much they try to duck. It's due to that sloping roof line. That's the key differentiator between the 8 series and the 7 series. And that's what causes this headroom situation in the 8 series, but then in a 7 series, it's not nearly as much of a problem. And then there are the rear seats themselves. The back of the bench is almost completely vertical, and then the bench itself tilts up at the legs, compressing your guts like an accordion. It's genuinely one of the most uncomfortable car seating experiences only bested, or I guess not bested, by trying to squeeze into the back seat of an S13 Nissan 240SX hatch. So what's the verdict? The 840i X-Drive Grand Coupe, first of all, not such a great name, but it is what it is. Well, it hits some of those modern patterns of cars we really dislike on the GeForce podcast, like its weight and some aspects of that steering. Then there's the forced marketing and building for ego aspects, like the M door sills and the addition of rear doors on a coupe. 
That being said, overall, it's genuinely a good car. And a lot of these issues can be resolved by simply changing a few options. Personally, if I got an 8 series, I'd get the base 840i. It's not a track car, only a cruiser, so I wouldn't need all that power from a twin turbo V8. I would ditch the X-Drive and the Grand Coupe options. I'd actually consider X-Drive for daily driving in colder places, but definitely not the Grand Coupe. Ditch that, and you have a proper Autobahn cruiser. Mm -hmm.